Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit around and talk about Digimon for like two hours. And in this episode, we get the most badass entrance. Kind of just like ever. Yeah, also my oldest mind shows up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's already shown up, but we finally get to see his beautiful face. No, no, a mysterious, like, sinister figure has shown up. This is the first time my (laughs) oldest mind shows up. Well, no, they called him my oldest one in the last episode. But they didn't introduce him. This is the first time we get oh, his actual right. like. Speaking of introductions, <laughs> hi, I'm Tyler, and we have Jules. I would have done the Modus Mon laugh, but I'm recovering from a cold, <laughs> so that's no. on the that's. And also, I think doing that laugh is impossible. I could give it a shot. You've seen <laughs> what I can accomplish. <laughs> and we have Joel. Hey, uh, you might remember me from. Well, I guess it's going to be a while. This is what had gone up a while ago, but I just recorded a bunch of stuff for this show last night. And also from, like, the first half of our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, featuring Joel only, like, for mm. half an episode last week. That was, that, was somebody, that was somebody who shared my voice and my name, but... Not your I same decision-making hesita- skills? I would, hesitate, I would hesitate to call that person me. Mm, you would never make such a poor decision. Well, I mean, I would make similar poor decisions, such as having a whole bunch of alcohol before starting a podcast recording. You just shouldn't have told us about that, because then we wouldn't have joined in. we all drank. Yeah, and it just became this fucking circle of hatred. Are you saying that somebody who has been happily drinking shouldn't tell everyone they've been happily drinking? Because I don't know if that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fair. Yeah, I really am asking you of the impossible. But at the same time... You told two Australians you were drinking, like... Yeah. You did. It's, it's yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I ne- came out again. in theaters, like, yesterday from when we are recording this. We didn't get to go see it because we're in Australia, but Joel did. Yeah, it was pretty good. Hmm. They, um... I, yeah? Before the actual show, they did a little um, thing where, I don't know, somebody from Fathom Events or Crunchyroll, which who sponsored it or something, I don't know, um, did a little, like, like pre-show thing or whatever, and they ranked their top five Digimon, which I don't know where they <laughs> okay. got, where they, where they compiled this list from, but it's a bullshit list. Please tell me they went to the wiki. Please tell me they went to the wiki. Is it because Gomamon's not number one? Gomamon didn't even make the cut. What the fuck? This list is bullshit. Right? And Vmon was fucking on it. Like, I like Vmon, but, like, he doesn't rank above Gomamon. Oh, shit, I forgot, actually. Um, what's... What the fuck is its name? The in-training form of fucking Hawkmon was on that list. What? Oh, what the, like, the little pink bird with, like, a one Yeah, feather. the little racist pink bird, right. Yeah. What? 
hell? It shows up in like five episodes. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, it shows up in literally every episode because they turn into their entraining That's forms right, and they go back to the real world. I'd, I'd blank that entire part of that season out. I blanked a I mean, lot of season two out. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you for really blanking the entire thing out. <laughs> so, next, like a week from now, Try 3 comes out in Japan. Oh yeah, they made the really weird decision to show us like the first five minutes of episode 3 of Try after, the, after we watched yeah. part 1. So it's like, hey, so don't worry about part 2, which you haven't seen. Here's a bunch of part 3 in Japanese. <laughs> I mean, b- part 2 is basically a Hot Springs episode. Yeah, they actually they actually did start with an opening like text crawl that summarized what happened in part two. It's li- like they which, go to the hot springs, which was an even which was an even more baffling decision, yeah. really, because it's like, hey, mm. so here's a bunch of spoilers for the next part of this, which you're probably going to see in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, if they pump part one out this quickly, there's really no excuse to not have the rest out like now. Yeah, I know, right. I think it just took them so long because they were sorting out this whole theater release thing. If they don't do that again, then they could probably do it in like a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun to see it in theaters, but like it was also really expensive. I think between the ticket and concessions, I spent like thirty bucks. And I mean, I that's mean, how that's much what you it spend me to yeah. go to the movies in Australia. Normally. Yeah. It's a desolate right, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, that's that's a lot of money to dump into a single episode of this thing when they could just, like, stream it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Well, like, I... They haven't announced any streaming things yet. I'm assuming Crunchyroll will get it if they were, like, a sponsor. Yeah, I mean, like, they're basically the reason it, like, was in theaters, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Like, Cause... the whole thing was, like, brought to us by Crunchyroll. Yeah, and they get the Japanese version... Like, three days after it comes out in cinemas in Japan. Which is crazy. But, um, yeah, they haven't announced, like, any streaming stuff. The only thing we've gotten is a Blu-ray release in the UK in December. That's it. That's so ridiculous. Hmm. They haven't even announced, like, a Blu-ray or DVD release in the US, which is crazy. We got a one. Yeah. We got a one day only theater release. Why would we need a Blu-ray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone who wants to see Digimon saw it. Yeah, it's fine. Mm, yeah, totally. There's no one who missed out. Mm-hmm. Grumble, grumble. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then in two weeks, Atmon premieres. Are, are you oh, excited, right, that thing. guys? Yeah. Ooh, spring break. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. They did, like, some I don't know. It could surprise us. It could end up being good. I don't know. They did some announcements and stuff at TGS about it. There's, like, apparently a rather, like, famous Japanese singer-comedian wrote a song about it. And he just turned up at TGS and sang it live. Which, okay. okay. That's cool. I not understand any of it, because it's all in Japanese. Yeah. Um... And the only other thing is that Digimon World Next Order, which was the Vita game that is very similar to the original Digimon World, where you have to, like, train them and get their stats right so they digivolve, uh, is and then, coming and out... And then kill Nazis, right? Uh, yes, definitely. 
is coming out on the PS4 with an English translation. So it's a Vita game in Japan that's getting a PS4 release in English, but no Vita release. Well, why would they why would they backport it to a dead platform? Because it's already on that platform. It doesn't have a PS4 version in Japan. Yeah, but nobody has a Vita. I have a Vita. Again, <laughs> nobody has a Vita. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I you opened yourself. I need to play like up. two games. I need something else to play on it. You're fucking out games. of luck, dude. It's a Vita. I know. But, I mean, I didn't pay for it. So. Exactly. Yeah, you, you got a good <laughs> deal out of it. Because my brother is amazing. I see. That's like the only stuff that's happened. I mean, that's a pretty decent choke. Yeah. Like, you oh, know, there are not more th- things happen in a week. I mean, I just really want to watch Try Three already. <laughs> it's. I want to know what the hell's going on with this bullshit that happened in Try Two that they never explained. I want to try three to come out so I can finally watch all three in one go and just get over the awkward as shit pacing in every single episode. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah for having only seen part one, it, the pacing is not great. It's the so weird. Is better in the second one. It's better, but it's still weird. Yeah, and like uh, I'll have to listen. To, uh, I haven't given uh, had a chance yet because I was working all of last night. But I'll have to li- li- uh, give a listen to your thoughts on it, Joel, because, like, I'm curious if you had the same, like, issues with it as I did. What, the fact that the entire fighting between Matt and Ty was completely out of nowhere and had no reason to exist? I mean, that's just, like, the regular show, so that fits in. Well, the fact that somehow Joe has a girlfriend. I mean... that happened? Uh, for me, it was mostly just, like, the weird cuts and shit. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't dig into that too much. Fair um, enough. I mean, the whole thing was pretty scattershot because, like, trying to talk at length about a subject by yourself is really tough. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. Yeah, it's weird. There's. Um, I also remember listening to that thing you recorded. Do they seriously call him Genai? Yes. They what? Say it like eight times in a row. Okay. So and... Just to be clear, is it just? Nishijima no. that says it? No, does everyone literally say it? anyone who uses that name says it wrong, including oh, Josh- Joshua Seth. What? See, I would have been okay if it was, like, just Nishijima that yeah. said it. Because, you know, maybe he's never actually talked to Jedi. Maybe it's... He's only ever seen it written down. But... Nope. Ty runs with... There's no... Um, sir, it's actually... Actually, that's not how it's pronounced. No, he just, he just goes for it. Huh. That's like suddenly, like, in Star Wars, they start referring to him as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, what? what why? <laughs> How? Obi-Wan. <laughs> yes. Jedi is the Kenobi. worst, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Jedi is the worst. He doesn't deserve his name to actually be pronounced properly, but at the same time, that's still yeah, weird. No. I, was, I was actively angry in the theaters. <laughs> yeah, I bet a I lot of people like were. There's like one shot of Jedi from behind, and then they're just like, "Yeah, we get all our info from a guy named Jedi," and then they just don't mention him again. <laughs> like, okay. Well, that's because cool. that's because Jedi only shows up at the beginning of an arc. That's true. <laughs> but rumors he showed about up at the beginning that... of the arc we're in now. Um, he's going to show up next episode, which is the start of the next arc. 
Yeah, did they like go to his house? When does that happen? I know they go to his house at some point. Yeah, that's that's next episode. That's pretty, yeah, it's next episode. Right, yeah. yeah. And then he has to move because now they know where he lives. <laughs> yeah. Damn kids <laughs> on his lawn. Can't replace yep. a lawn. Yeah. So you want to get into this episode? Yeah, sure. I mean, we can. I guess. If we that's have a, to. That's an option. Yeah. I just have to get my notes because I accidentally closed them. <laughs> Wait! Well, that's what you get for taking notes. Yeah. It's okay. I, I have them up now. It's fine. You're such Did a you joke, Tyler. Is, um, God. <laughs> that this is like halfway through the first series. God, it is. Yeah. We're halfway there. Um, almost, because they tacked on those two really bad episodes after they win everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we're, ne- we're getting closer to the real world, aren't guys? We're, we're so nearly close. there. So close. We're nearly there. So this is um, episode 26, Sora's Crest of Love. Wonder what this episode's about. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, in Japan, it is Shining Wings, Garudamon. I mean, that's. I'm just gonna go. Out, I'm yeah. gonna go out on a limb and just assume this episode's about Ty. I well, mean, every I mean, episode. That's what the last one was about. Every so. episode ends up becoming about Ty. Yeah. The DVD title was Glorious Wing Garudamon, not Wings. Wing. That's that's which, weird. Which wing is the which wing is the glorious one? You don't want to know that the answer to that question. You don't want to know. It's the, it's the secret hidden wing. You really have to be paying attention to find it. It's it's the third wing. Right, yeah, it's it's only it's only on a it's only on the um map that's uh, tattooed on the back of the on the butler's back, right? <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> so, yeah, Joe runs the recap on this episode and they have to include the weird shot of Palmon breaking physics while in prison. <laughs> yep. I if you can't have, see like, that. A, a misanimated shot. Don't reuse it. It looks like she's trying to speed run through this series. Like she's glitching through the the wall. She's trying to half a step her way through this, through the episode. Like yeah. So this episode opens with Ty, Joe, and Mimi on the swan boat. Yeah, swan boat. Something yeah. happened to the swan boat. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, the swan boat's been swan through boat, some stuff. It's been patched up and... It got but, fucked up! I'm assuming it got, like, sort of blown up from Shogun Gekomon, right? But how? No, like, um, actually, actually, there was an entire um, little side arc that was only covered in a really obscure manga where the swan boat <laughs> actually had to defend Joe, Mimi, and Tai from... A, Horde of a Cedramon that attacked it. <laughs> oh, I, right, yeah. I just suddenly remembered, um, Joel, I don't know if you ever saw this because it was like a British TV show, a kid show. Um, and Tyler, I don't know if, you, if you've heard of this either. Do you know the show Broom? As in, no. like, it's basically about a vintage car that lives in a museum. Like, it's a live action show, and it's a, a vintage car that, like, comes to life and has its, like, adventures every, like, episode, and it leaves the museum. <laughs> And like gets into shenanigans. I'm just okay. imagine. Um, it's actually a pretty charming show. Sure. At one point, like it stops a robbery. It's great. Um, Brum's a great show. Check it out. But I'm just imagining that happened to the swan boat. Like while they were fighting Shogun Gekumon, <laughs> it was just on its own fucking adventure. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it came to life and was doing its own thing. Yeah. The reason the story of Adventure 2 is so haphazard was because they actually put all their effort into making the season about the swan boat. 
but the executives <laughs> were like, no, we can't have this. So they had to come up with a new story in like a week. I also don't know if it came to life if it, if it was already alive, because it had a reaction shot last episode. It did. Well, I think it's... I think it's I think it's a Toy Story thing where it's technically always alive, but it has to go oh, inanimate okay. when people are around. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> but it helps out by uh, you know not making them paddle so hard to move it. I don't know about this in this episode. Like they're paddling real yeah, well, fucking hard. Really yeah, fucking but look hard. at the swan boat. It's been through some shit. Like That's it's true. worn out too. It has been fucked up. Like it's got scuff marks. It's got multiple patches on it. Like something happened to this fucking swan boat. Yeah. So they land on the beach, they get off the boat, there's a whole thing about Mimi, because Mimi's just been sitting on top of the boat, while Joe and Ty have been paddling, which and is she's... both like, you don't get a seat, it's just like a roof up there. I mean, it is only I mean, built swan for two. Boats really, yeah, swan boats really aren't meant for a third person. Or like Digimon. <laughs> so... Which makes it even weirder that it's hanging out here in the digital world, but whatever. Yeah, we have given up on trying to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they land, they run into Matt, TK, and Izzy. And um, Palmon makes fun of Sunomon, Modimon, and Koromon. She's like, oh, you guys have shrunk. It's like, man, you'd be dead if it wasn't for I, Koromon. I don't know if she's making fun or if she's just being dumb <laughs> you, you can't really, really tell, tell with, with palmon yeah i was about to say mm, that that's true so oh god i just remembered something about try that i forgot to mention the recording yeah every time one of the digimon wears a fucking costume to like try and blend in it's oh, the so best good. thing ever they're yeah so good. it's fantastic that's why the part in the second one where they go to the school festival is just like the best part because they all wear like costumes and everyone just thinks that they're great, like, costumes that they're wearing, because they don't realize that they're just Digimon. It's Even the size of children. Like, while they'd yep. be at a high school, like... At a high school. Yeah, like... I mean, that's... What, heightism? <laughs> it's some you... sort of bigotry. <laughs> yeah. So, Ty goes, hey, where's Sora? And it's like, I don't know, I thought you found her. No, we didn't find her. Uh, and Mimi says, well, actually, I, I think I saw her. I, I had this weird dream, and she was in my bedroom. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I hope yeah. you guys, I hope you guys, like, got really indignant about this. We did! Last week. We did. Uh, yeah, because, like, that... As far as I can remember. Yeah, same, like, that weekend's blurry to me. But... Yeah, what the fuck was that? And the fact that they bring it up again now, it's like, yeah, yeah like was... I could have, I could have waved that off as just being a sort of vague, I don't know, maybe she was kind of around and Mimi's subconscious filled something in, but bringing it back up was a bad idea. Well, the fact that like they each bring it up, like even you know, Koromon mentions like he goes, "Oh, when I was Agumon, you know, I also thought I heard Sora." Like, yeah, I do like that he that says, was... "I forgot to mention it." Yeah. But... Like... <laughs> Dude! I find it really weird. I find it really weird for him to have to qualify back when I was Agumon. Like he would like it's a different like yeah. the same person. Yeah, it's such, still such a yeah. weird thing how they treat like being a digi like a different stage of evolution is a different person. Like yeah, a different personality yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um so Matt says maybe Sora either doesn't want to join the group or can't. Maybe there's a reason. 
when suddenly all I they mean, did obviously she's is... trapped in the dream world clearly as we saw last week um their digivices pick up her signal and they're like let's go find her and then we cut to like the most ominous fucking dark mountain castle ever it just starts playing all this ominous music dark mountain yeah. castle is going to be the name of my next D character yes uh and demi devamon just getting the crap beaten out of him as usual. Yeah, he. I mean, he's literally yeah. falling down some stairs, but I'm pretty sure all those wounds aren't from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, I'm sorry, Lord Myotis Mon. And we get our first shot of Myotis Mon in color. We don't get to see his face, because he's always covering it with his robe. Uh, it's more of a cloak. His cape. Yeah. Um, Which is really handy for the dubbing, because they don't have to match up. Yeah, the, they don't have to match up any fucking... Flaps. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably the reason why it was animated this way but, in the first place. Like, okay, it's one thing, like, if he was doing it super dramatically, like, almost covering his entire body with his cloak, but he's doing it in a way where like, he looks like he's just, like, covering his mouth while he's chewing. Yeah. I mean, he's he's Wilson from Home Improvement. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I want to draw a Midas one in a bucket hat now! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Midas Mon, the, like... Biggest bad dude in the show. He's basically behind everything bad that happens from here on out till the end of Adventure 2. I mean, not just till the end of Adventure 2, really. Oh yeah, he's clearly the main villain of Try. He has to be. <laughs> like, he fucking has God, to. I wish they did. Like, he's the only villain they've had with any lasting personality or threat behind him. Like he's amazing. Well, he's Dracula! Yeah. Because he, like, okay. Maybe Devamon should... says, um... Yeah, go on. Man, I hate working for him. He's got such a bad temper. And all those bats. I hate bats. You are a bat! Demi Devimon I mean, that says bats. a lot about Demi Devimon. He's a much <laughs> yeah. more complex some... character than you might think. Yeah. He's got some issues to work out, I think. Just a um, few. He apologizes for, you know, constantly screwing up every single plan he's ever had. And my oldest mom goes, Ah, oh, but all of these crests have activated. You failed so badly. And, and I mean, Devimon, he has a point. <laughs> Demi Devimon says, hey, everyone makes mistakes. Remember Disco? <laughs> God, that I, line made me so angry. <laughs> I got I got a decent chuckle out of it, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just because I forgot that okay. line existing. So just him fucking bringing up Disco out of goddamn nowhere. Yeah, no, like... <laughs> and these fucking digital world characters bringing up pop culture references from the real world will never not piss me off. Like, Genai is obviously the worst... I'm sorry, Genai is obviously the worst <laughs> yeah. defender of this, but... <laughs> but just oh. think about it. The... When Disco was popular in the real world was, you know, quite a long time ago, and time is different in the digital world. Yeah. That would have been, like... <laughs> it was a fucking long time ago. That would have been, ago. like, a fucking millennium ago for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Demi Devamon also mentions that, you know, not all of the crests have started to glow, and he just magically conjures a portal to Sora? I guess? He can do that? Wait, does right. he do that right now? Yeah. Yeah, he like, opens oh, yeah. a magic portrait in the air. He's like, this is Sora. Oh, and right, yeah, has... sorry, yeah, I, I skipped ahead a little bit, sorry. And he says that she's got the crest of love and that it will never glow 
I'll make sure of it. And then he explains that his plan is to wait for her to reunite with the rest of the group and then take them all on at once. This is the dumbest plan ever. <laughs> She's literally He's like, right okay, there so divide and by herself. Everyone right does now. that. It's played out and everyone's expecting it. It's not going to do anything. What we need to do is combine and face them all as a team. At their strongest. Yeah. Yes. They'll never see that coming. She's literally there by herself right now, super depressed. You could just take her. She's right there. Anyway, my other one says, if you fail me again, I'll set my bats on you. (laughs) Which he's been doing this entire time. Yeah. And then he does a spectacular twirl and leaves. Again, he's he's like anime Castlevania Dracula. He's so fabulous. Just all the time. Well, like, let's describe him for the viewer. He's like wearing a full double-breasted blue like coat thing, and then over there he's got the full-on like black on the outside, red on the inside vampire cape. cloak. Yeah, with like with ca- the biggest fucking collar. The oh, collar God. bigger than his head. The, the collar is like I want to say two heads tall and like five heads wide. And he's got like immaculate blonde hair Mm -hmm. and super prominent lips. Oh, yes. We don't see them just yet, but yes. Yeah. And also the most like flamboyant domino mask. Yes. (laughs) Because he has to hide a secret identity. Mm. He's actually the devil. Don't tell anyone. So he's actually Devimon? <laughs> no, the yeah, actually the devil was already killed. Yeah. No, but he's literally the devil. Remember? Well, he's literally the beast. Yeah. Like, See, there's the devil, there's Satan, there's the beast. These are all... We can, oh, later, but these are all separate entities. <laughs> Let's not go so into that. <laughs> to the kids in a forest looking for Sora... Joe and Mimi are like, nah, screw this, we're too tired, can't walk anymore. And Matt spots something on his digivice, he's like, I'm getting a signal. And then this buzzing sound starts happening, and they go, what is this? And then a giant flying Digimon appears, and they go, oh no, it's Flymon. It's a, it's a bee. It's a bee. It's a bee. <laughs> Flymon is a bee. I will maybe I mean, like accept a wasp, but it's a bee. No, no, he's not. He's not fly the bug. He's flymon because he flies. See, but we've got some issues there. Then, <laughs> like something. He's not a fly. Then they're all here's, walking here's the mon. Thing, here's the thing about flymon. He's such a nothing scrub that I literally had forgotten he existed until yeah. I saw Yo, this true, scene. same here. Like he's in this one scene for like twenty seconds. Like Quagamon has the benefit of having been the first Digimon they like properly encounter. And he shows up like four times. <laughs> yeah, they oh, yeah, just no, keep he, bringing him back. Anytime they need an asshole to wreck shit for a bit, they bring Quagamon. I back. mean, he's basically the, yeah. the Joe Chill of Digimon. Like. Mm. Yeah, Quagamon goes, maybe... killed, yeah, Quagamon actually killed Agumon's parents in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> so Izzy goes, maybe I can use my new analyzer that Jedi gave me to find out his name. You know that, was it Coromon just shouted, oh no, it's Flymon. And also, like, 
We've never gotten a setup for the analyzer properly before. Yeah, I know. Like, and there have been like, other... Seriously, Tentoman's here. He'll just make some shit up about who this guy is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Motimon at the moment, so probably not. True. He can only say Moti. <laughs> Motimon's voice is cute, though. I know, Motimon's great. So, uh, Koromon and Sunomon digivolve back to Rookie and just shoot at him, but obviously it doesn't work. Um, Gomamon conjures fish again out of the ground because there is no water here. <laughs> yeah, they don't show it. They just show from like a downward angle facing up, like that. <laughs> just to show the fish appearing out of frame. There's fish flying out of the ground. Yeah, these fish make less and less sense every time they turn <laughs> up. It's so bizarre. See, Nothing's he's, working. He's used, he's used that attack enough that he's leveled it up and he gets more uses per day now and, like, more circumstances <laughs> in which he can use it. It's basically prestidigitation, but with fishes. It doesn't, it doesn't require a water reagent yes. anymore. Yes. <laughs> so nothing's working because obviously none of them have digivolved to champion. Just just do it, guys. Come I mean, on. hey, Digimon, you know, hasn't kicked in yet, so they haven't won. Yeah. The, yeah. I love that they finally have a pretext for, like, determining power levels of Digimon, and they don't fucking use it. <laughs> so, um... Oh, I wanted to mention something, actually, when Izzy pulled up the analyzer. He mentions, like, that um, Flymon is a virus-type Digimon, which is one of the few, maybe one of the first times that they've mentioned type Digimon types. Yeah, I think so. In the show. The case. Yeah. And it's... It doesn't come up very Honest, often. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty sure the only reason they did this was to like introduce the concept because it's going to be relevant literally next episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, suddenly Bergeramon just fucking appears, which is really impressive considering she's an enormous fiery bird. Yeah, it's kind of like being ambushed by 747. Yeah, she just appears, sets Flymon on fire, and then flies away. Alright. I'm actually like, a really big fan of off-camera Digivolutions. Like, yeah. The Digivolve sequence is great and all, but like, there's just something about a Digimon a just showing up out of nowhere well. and wrecking shop that's really satisfying. I just, it's also kind of fucked up, like, she, she straight up just roasted Flymon alive. Like, Flymon's yeah. fly, like, you know, plumbing into the ground in a fiery mess right now. <laughs> She she sets him on fire, and then the shot of her, like, flying away just has Flymon falling out of the sky in a flaming ball. Yeah! So so what's our uh, <laughs> death count at now? God, like... 28 or something? <laughs> I think it was at 23 last time, and now it's, like, gotta be 24, 25, who fucking knows? It's in the 20s. Somewhere around there. Alright, we'll say <laughs> we 25 for posterity. Okay, 25 we is lost, We lost track when, like, 15 Gazimon died, like, at the same time. Yeah, and all those Tyrannomon as well. God, that was a, that was a fucking massacre. It was that... truly a great loss to lose all those Gazimon. <laughs> um, yeah, Ty, Matt, and TK go, oh, Bergeramon's here, maybe she'll lead us to Sora, and they just chase after her. We do get in this great shot where TK goes, I'm coming too, and starts running, and then Padamon just appears and goes, TK, wait for me! <laughs> She flies after them. Yeah, I, I think some 
sometimes wonder if TK forgets like he has a Digimon partner. <laughs> oh, I'm well, sure the he thing is, Patamon spends most of his time just riding out on TK's head, so he probably never really knows where Patamon is. True. It's like his glasses. Yes. I guess where he puts them. God, the guys, three... I haven't found. I can't find my Patamon anywhere. Have you seen my <laughs> Patamon? <laughs> when was the last time you put him? So um, I guess Izzy, Joe, and Mimi just chill. Yeah, like what the fuck? It's... They take a long time to catch up. That's... Well, that's because they didn't take the. That's because they didn't take whatever like shortcut portal through this forest. Ty and the others used. <laughs> Ty like straight up fucking teleports. It's bizarre. So uh, yeah, Sora's trying to run away, and they chase her like across this creek with like stepping stones, uh, and then. Somehow, Ty gets in front of Sora and, like, cuts her off. Because he can teleport. I mean, he's got main character powers, like... Yeah. And then, like, Sora goes to turn around and run the other way, runs into Matt, and she's trapped. Poor Sora. Has to deal with Ty and Matt. God, that would suck. I mean, that's... I mean, yeah, that's her entire character description. (laughs) <laughs> has to deal with Ty and Matt. That's, well, her, that's deal- her entire in, purpose in life. When you were talking about Try, and you mentioned the fact that there's a scene with Sora, how she goes, you know, I can't be bothered dealing with Ty and Matt right now. I'm not going to go to either of their things. <laughs> good! Perfect. Just yeah, good, continue yeah, doing end that, it there. Sora. Good for you, Sora. You're finally, like, moving getting, on from these two shitty boys. Agency. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There are other boys it. out there, goddammit. <laughs> like... Or maybe just don't bother with boys for a bit. Spend yeah. some time on yourself. Hmm. Just, like, take a trip to another country on Bergeramon. You can fly for free. Yeah. Read, read Sora's <laughs> new book, Eat, Pray, Digivolve. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works especially well, because Sora's crest fits perfectly. Wait, what's her, what's her crest? We... Yeah, we, ne- we, we don't know. It's, it's they haven't told us yet. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so they go, Sora, what's going on? Why are you just running away? And she gives them a like super sad look. She's like, oh. And TK goes, uh, does this mean you don't like us? I mean, Which, from, like, he's, a, he's still TK's a child. That's response to everything. But like. he's a child, yeah. though. Like, that's he's how... A child of di- he's a child of divorce. That's kind of what it's like, like Tyler. Yeah. have some abandonment yeah. issues. Tyler, as a child of but divorce just... myself, yeah, that's kind of what it's fucking like. Yeah, I understand <laughs> it. It's just that it's sort of the only thing TK ever has ever said so far. Because anytime anything happens, does this mean you don't like me? Yes! That's literally <laughs> what it's like in real life, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so Beamon flies down and just goes, Sora, tell them what's going on. Um, and Sora says, right after I left camp to go look for Ty, I saw... <laughs> she describes him as a bowling ball with wings. And she's talking about Wait, Demi Devimon, obviously. Does that mean Demi Devimon has three, like, holes somewhere in his body that are perfectly spaced? Two eyes in his mouth? Oh, God! I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just, my but, brain went somewhere yeah, off. from that imagery, I'm pretty sure we have used that exact term to describe him. A bowling ball with wings. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like it's act. I'm sure, and I'm sure it's subliminal because we've seen this description before. Yeah, because mm. we were fans of the show as children. Like this isn't the yeah, first time says, we're seeing this episode. Yeah. <laughs> she says that uh, she saw him talking to something in a giant bubble, which is the weird portal he talks to Mayor this month through. And she overheard him talking about what all the different crests represent. She's like, Ty, yours is the Crest of Courage. And Ty has a flashback to when he was walking through the firewall. He's like, that's right. It only glowed after I showed courage. Yeah, he's like, oh, the Crest of Courage, huh? Mm. Huh, that, I got deja vu when I said that. She tells Matt that his is the Crest of Friendship. And Matt's like, oh, cool. And not, God damn it, I got the worst one for my personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, Antike, yours is special. Yours is the crest of hope. Antike's like, yeah, I hope we get back to the real world. Again, he's just a child. Like, he has no concept of the, like, the greater ramifications of what hope can mean. Yeah, I mean, just look just what his, like, look what his wish one. got them. Yeah, they yeah. got home in, like, two episodes. Yeah, but the, the circumstances behind that aren't great. No, definitely <laughs> not. I'm pretty sure my Otisman kills a bunch of people. Yeah, he, like, straight up kidnaps people and drinks their blood. Yep. And then just, like, dumps their bodies in the river. <laughs> like a vampire. It's rather dark, actually. He's a fucking vampire! He's Dracula! Like, what do you expect? So, we see um, Izzy and Joe trying to cross the water, and Joe just straight up falls in the water, right as Sora's saying, Joe's is the crest of reliability. Right. He's he's very reliable. You know, if he's crossing a like a creek or something, he's probably gonna fall into it. We get like a cute little shot of when he falls in that Gomamon just because Gomamon doesn't even bother with the stepping stones. He just dives straight in the water. Well, Cause yeah, because he's, he's aquatic, a weird seal thing. <laughs> and yeah, he has to he has to recharge his fish spell. <laughs> he catches Joe when he falls in. We get this cute little inner thought where he's like, "Thanks for being there, Joe." It's kind of random water. and out of nowhere, though. Like yeah. In the water, where I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mimi doesn't even bother with the stepping stone. She just hitches a ride with Palmon, who just fucking, like, vines across the water. I feel like there's supposed to be some sort of visual representation of what their crests are. Like, the, it lingers on each of these shots for way too long. But it's really yeah. nothing important that ever, like, signifies knowledge, reliability, or sincerity. <laughs> like, Yeah. And then Sora goes, my crest is the crest of love. And Tai immediately goes, that's perfect. W why is that perfect, Tai? I mean, he's known her the longest, I think. Yeah. It's fair to- Sora just- Yeah. Yeah, she just goes, no, it's not, you're wrong, and, like, starts yelling at him. Yeah, we start finding out how insecure Sora is. Yeah, Ty says, no, I think it works for you because you always care about everyone else. And she goes, no, I don't. You know nothing about me. Leave me alone. Which, I've man, definitely had Sora. those moments myself. <laughs> she just, um, she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just upset because my crest's never gonna glow because I can't love people. She, just, she wants to know what wow. love is. She wants you to show her. Yep. Not going to go any further with that? 
I mean, I could just quote the entire song, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do it. So she's, okay, so she's got to take a little time. Uh-huh. A little time to think things over. Right. Um, really, she should have read between the lines. In Go case on. She needed it when she was old. When she's older. Okay. <laughs> so infinity mountain she must climb. Feels like there's a world on her <laughs> Through the clouds she sees love shine. Oh God, we have her to warm as life grows colder. I'm gonna have to rewrite another fucking song, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so then we get a really just kind of shit scene where Ty's like, man. Why do girls have to be so emotional when it comes to love? Fuck you, Ty! But it's totally okay because haha, I was only joking. Fuck you! Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one case where Matt getting immediately snippy with Ty is kind of deserved. Yeah, it's pretty warranted because fuck you, Ty. Yeah, like d- dude, dude. Like even Matt may not be the smartest person, but he at least understands what not to say sometimes. Matt yeah, knows how to fucking hold his tongue. Possible, yeah, the worst possible thing to say in this particular situation. Yeah, time yeah. is just the worst in this entire like conversation. Like, holy shit! <laughs> Sora goes, yeah, Demi Devamon thought it was funny too. And we get another flashback to when she ran into him. When he's like, oh, you're Sora, right? And... Some, I don't know how he knew her name. I guess Myrna's mom, Belda, maybe? Yeah, something like that. He's like, your I mean, he has a, never he has a portal he can summon to watch them. I'm sure, he, like, he's been spying on them for a while. Yeah, and he tells her that the crest is never going to glow, and she gets real upset. So we cut back to the present, and Ty goes, uh, is that it? I thought it was going to be something serious, like they were going to stop making those stuffed beanbag animals. Fuck real product you, of the times. But, yeah, Ty, way to be supportive to your friend who's struggling with something. Yeah! Like, guess what, Ty? Not everyone has this weird, blind, like, self-confidence and ego. <laughs> yeah, also, you got fucking, like, you got fucking lucky with your crest assignment, dude. Like, courage? Like, you just have to do something do that's hard normally for you do. to do. Like, yeah. Sora goes, no, it's true. It started when I wanted to, go, wanted to go on a soccer trip. And then we go to a flashback in which a soccer trip is just never mentioned. Yeah, like that weird it's, choice of words. Yeah, because it flashes back to she's in her mother's flower shop. Her mother owns a flower shop. And it's like all she cares about, apparently. We never get to see her mum's face. Not yet. Um, she's just like playing with some flowers. Well, that's that's because this is a dream, Tyler. If we if we saw her face, we'd know this was real life. <laughs> uh, and Sora's telling her, "I really want to go to this game because the team's counting on me." And her mum's like, "Please stop yelling. The flowers are sensitive." It's like, wow, mom, okay. you you signed the you signed the like parental consent form for me to be on this team. I'm kind of, like, obligated to be a part of this thing now. Like, <laughs> Well, it's because her knee is injured. Her mom says, you can't play because you have an injured knee. Which, that, I guess, is fair enough. Yeah. Like, that would make sense. As someone who's dislocated the knee multiple line, times, yeah. This next line says, I want you to stop playing soccer and work at the store with me. You are banned from playing. 
Yep, my decision is final, is what she says. It is just... I'll say this, it comes well. across like, you know, not really believable or realistic, but I can see what they were going for, as a lot of parents do tend to, like, you know, let their protectiveness get the the best of them, and right. yeah, just phrase things do, badly. This show mm. doesn't do nuance, so... No. No, especially so, as we'll see at the end of this episode. For this show, like, I, I mean, they're doing the basic, the overprotective parent thing, and it... Yeah. I'm not gonna say it works, but in context, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Sora bursts into tears and says, why can't you understand? Uh, runs away, and she says, yeah, I just kind of wandered around for a little bit. I eventually found my way to the soccer field to find that they'd lost. Six to three. That is a really big score for a soccer match. Yeah! Shit went wow. down. <laughs> and she says that, you know, the team was so upset they lost that they ignored me as they walked past, as if it were all my fault. I mean, you lost by three goals. <laughs> One player is not going to really change that. What if Sora's stats per game were four goals? Hmm. I mean, we're pretty sure that she's just the only good player on their team because the other people on their team that we know of are Ty and Davis. I mean, good as in soccer or, like, as in genuinely good people. <laughs> like... Both. Both? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, we go back to the present, and Sora says, yeah, it's my mum doesn't understand me at all, and that's why I grew up without love. Yeah, it's hard being a Jesus. kid up. It's hard, no one understands. Again, it feels not necessarily believable or realistic, but I get it in the sense that kids can be really overdramatic a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's it's a very real thing of, like, the whole lesson of this where she realizes, my mom understands, she's just, you know, trying to do her best to protect me or whatever. Is It's a very kid perspective thing of, like, you don't really, one, grasp the full, like, extent of your own vulnerability as a person, and two, don't always see the bigger picture of anything, can't really see past what you want. So parents making very rational and understandable decisions as grown-ups seem just irrational and mean. Yeah. Yeah. She goes to throw away her crest. Just like, because? But Ty, like, grabs her arm and says, no, don't. Even if what you're saying is true, don't believe Demi Devamon. He's a lying prick. True. <laughs> Which he is. Uh, but Sora starts crying, and Ty's like, oh god, what do I do? Matt, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Ordinarily, Matt would probably be the worst person to ask for help in this situation. But anyone's better than Ty. You don't want to yeah. be crying around Ty. <laughs> yeah. Matt says, just let her go. She'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, again, you sometimes which, just need time to yourself. Which, yeah, I mean, that's not Matt being, like, wise or anything. That's his approach to any problem. <laughs> yeah, just, just in leave this him case, alone. it just so ha he's just so happened to luck into the right response. Yeah, exactly. And we we get a um a neat little scene where Agumon's talking to Gabumon. He goes, Wow, Matt's a real grown up. And Gabumon says, Now if only he would cut his hair <laughs> Unfortunately he does not cut his hair. I his mean hair longer. his hair is also like not as severe as others. Like Like Ty? Yeah. <laughs> 
I just like Gabumon as like the stereotypical overbearing mother. Yeah, it's just like yeah. oh, when are you gonna get your hair cut? He never writes. I can just see I can just see him like trying to clean a bit speck of dirt off of Matt's cheek. <laughs> With his weird like wolf pelt thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, like he takes a, he like licks a da- uh, uh, bit of the wolf pelt and dabs it on Matt's cheek. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> Gabumon, stop! Well, you have to look nice for your gig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. So, um, yeah, TK says, "Oh, sorry, I forgot, Sora, but thanks for letting us, you know, know not to eat those mushrooms." And Beermon says, yeah, we've been keeping an eye on you guys. Like, we were there when Matt was working in the restaurant. We get, like, a little flashback to them fixing the table that Demi Devamon broke. And she says, yeah, Sora wanted to be away from the group, but she still wanted to help everyone. Um, and TK says, I don't want you to go away, Sora. When you're around, I don't miss my mum so much. Which is really sweet, TK. But I don't think an 11-year-old girl wants to be told they remind someone of their mother. But again, it's from a kid's perspective, like... Yeah, from, the, a, yeah, from a six-year-old's yeah. perspective, like, that's... Being a mom is like, you know, being your mom is like, holy crap, that's the best thing ever, like... I'm pretty sure the last thing, like, a teenager wants to be told is that they're like their mother. Well, not like their mother, but like, he's someone saying... Someone else's mother. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'd be weird, like, now if someone complimented me on that, but, like... Because, <laughs> <laughs> mm. like, there'd be multiple factors involved in that where I'm like, I... Okay, yeah, that, let's... that would have layers mm. at this point. Ooh, okay, yeah. uh... <laughs> so Sora cries a little bit and apologizes, and that's when the other three kids turn up. Like I said, it takes them a long time to catch up. Yeah, like, what the hell? Uh, we see Demi Devamon's hiding behind some trees, and he goes, Aha! I have to tell Myotismon they're all together now. We cut to Myotismon's castle, and we get the most horrifically bad 3D animation in this show. It's so out yeah, it's of a, place. It's a real sh- it's a real shame that they spent their entire like show budget on this like two seconds scene and couldn't afford to animate anything because it's um like a solid stone wall that just kind of drops down like a drawbridge yep but it's 3d animated on a 2d background yeah it's a it's a cut scene from a like mid 90s pc game yep like boulder's gate style cutscene. it's it looks like it came out of mist mm. yeah so out of that drawbridge comes a flying carriage drawn by a hideous gargoyle demon driven by the Grim Reaper with a vampire inside. It's pretty metal. <laughs> My this one is so evil, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah! <laughs> so, like, the carriage has even got, like, the wheels on the carriage have bats on them. Yeah. I mean, he's got a brand that he's got to rep, okay? (laughs) So we cut to um, the kids sleeping by a fire, uh, and Demi Devamon's hiding behind a tree, and he pulls out a syringe. Yeah, somehow they (laughs) snuck one of his attacks past the sensor. Because this is, like, central to the plot of the episode. 
you need to like make this shot of him like this enormous Old grin yeah this it's enormous huge. grin and like this is fucking comical syringe with the face on it like that yeah, has like, to be the preview image he clearly gets his stuff from the same uh, guy who provides bowser with armaments yeah. as well as you know metal guru mon yeah man so why don't we why don't our missiles have more faces on them i know yeah, this is the only time in the English dub you ever get to see Demi Devamon syringe attack. It's kind of like fucked ever. up. They cut the rest of them out. It's crazy. So he goes to throw it at Sora, but Beomon jumps in the way and he's like, Sora, watch out. And even though we do get to see the attack in this episode, they still cut out the bit where Beomon gets hit with the syringe. But they keep in the bit where Sora pulls the syringe out of Beomon. Yes. So we get Demi Devimon throws the syringe. Beomon's like, Sora, watch out. Then we cut back to Demi Devimon's face. And then we cut back to Beomon with a giant syringe sticking out of her back. And her just laying limp in, like, Sora's arms. Yep. Yeah. Like, Death and Sora just, 26. like, pulls the syringe out. Yeah. Beomon's like, dead, everyone. This looks like Beomon just got put down. <laughs> like, Yeah. This is brutal. So everyone wakes up like, what's going on? And see Demi Devamon, who just runs away screaming. Well, he floats backwards away screaming. Yes. Suddenly, everything goes pitch fucking black. Like, everything. There's literally just the characters with no backgrounds, because it's all black. Uh, then a cloud passes and there's light again, but now the moon is... Completely red. Yeah. Myodismon's carriage is flying towards them. The yeah, back silhouetted, of it opens. Yeah, silhouetted in the moon. Hmm. The back of the carriage opens, drops a coffin, <laughs> and Myodismon's open in midair, and then yes. he's got his cape wrapped around him like a. Like, it's almost like, like a, a drill. Cube. Yeah. Like, it's he's coiled. So up. fucking cool. And then he just, like, <laughs> f- slowly floats to the ground like and he does his awesome evil laugh and Demi Devimon says this is Lord Myrdismon and then Myrdismon just opens up his cloak and sends a million bats flying towards them yep (laughs) 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 so Agumon and Gabumon attack uh, Modimon Digivolves. Oh, uh, we should probably mention Modismon's bats are also 3D animated. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just super noticeable. Yep. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's fine. It's It looks okay. But when it's 3D, it's like, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Agumon and Gabumon attack. I wonder Modimon what that Digivolves looks like to them in their, yeah. uh, like, in the 2D world that they operate, they exist in. I wonder what a 3D object looks like to them. That'd be weird. I mean, I'm pretty sure we had this discussion last week. Did we? Might have been off air. Because you were talk we were talking about the um the shot of the regular ass baboon on TV. Oh right, yeah. And how just completely bizarre that would have looked. Yeah, this but... is a whole this is a whole different thing though. Like this is this is like extra dimensions that mm. we aren't capable of seeing. It's also, I think this is like one of the few episodes where the kids themselves get attacked because 
Um, Agumon, Gabumon, Tentomon, and Padamon are all shooting attacks at Myotismon. But some of the bats just start attacking Joe and Mimi. They're like, ah, bats! Um, so Palmon digivolves, and there is an amazing shot of Togemon from behind as she's running towards the bats, and I just wish there was a scene of her punching a bat out of the air. God, that would have been great! It would have been incredible. They should have done it. But she needle sprays him. She gets her point across, is what she says. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> oh, another, another perfect thing that. about the dub. Um, mm-hmm. When Togemon gets to attack, she gives an incredibly like drawn-out version of her called shot. Like She still Obviously. says something about, prepare yourself for a needle spray or something like that. Because she always <laughs> does. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I know, but like... I can't believe they kept that as, like, a thing for her after all this that, time. That scene with Togemon in the first try is so goddamn brutal. Because there's a shot of, like, Alphamon grabs, I think it's Bergeromon by the yep. throat. He literally choke like, slams her. Yeah, like, swat. He doesn't just choke slam her. He, like, swats Kabuterimon out of the way, and while he's still holding her by the throat, shoots her with a fucking laser. It just, yeah. like, sends her flying. Yeah, that it's, moment was intense. It's brutal. Yeah. So anyway, back to uh, Myotismon. Gomamon digivolves and just shoots a shitload of torpedoes at him. It's like, fucking take this, they're explosive. Yeah, he just fires a fucking missile barrage. Yeah. Like, they just repeat the animation yeah. over and over again. And there's a huge explosion. Um, and it starts playing that, like, little jingle that plays. So it's not like, Hey Digimon, it's this tiny little jingle that used to play whenever they want to fight. It plays that, and Joe's like, woohoo, way to go! Uh, and then my Otismon just flies out of the smoke and hits them all with his laser whips. It's got it's fucking laser whips! Shit. Yeah, he does. They're amazing. He calls them lightning, though. It's like, they're very obviously laser whips. They could be lightning. They're like, it is crimson lightning. I mean, it's not, though, because lightning arcs in sort of a zigzag pattern as it's trying to find, like, a, True. a common ground. Ty goes, oh no, now what? Um, maybe Digivolve to Ultimate? Yeah. Or even Champion? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You still got Agumon, <laughs> dude. Like, come on. <laughs> like, get your shit There's together. There's three of you that can go to Ultimate right here. Right fucking now. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if they could, like... They literally just digivolved to Rookie today. I don't know if they've eaten enough. That's true. Well, maybe if fucking Ty let Mimi use her quest of sincerity yeah. last episode, maybe they'd have a fourth. Yeah, maybe the Metal Greymon would be available this episode. Who knows? Um, yeah, the Beomon is... Because everyone else got the shit beaten out of them. Except for Beomon, because I mean, she's she like got half the dead. shit stabbed out of her, yeah. 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 Um, she's in Sora's arms, and she's like, no, I want to go fight. And we get this very ham-fisted reversal of oh, the super scene Sora had with her mother. It's pretty much the exact same dialogue, except, you know, Beomon saying Sora's lines. There is a good way that they could have done this, but they went with the laziest possible way of doing this. Yeah. It's like- the exact same line, like, Sora says, no, you're not going, my decision is final. And then Beamon shouts, why can't you understand? 
And like just... at the, at that very moment, like Sora could have just gone, "Oh God, I've become my mother." <laughs> and like it would have been, it wouldn't have even been less trite. Like that's how that's how badly done this was. Yeah, like it's a good idea, but God, it was not done well. And also, I'm pretty sure that not letting your daughter go play a soccer match when she's injured is kind of completely different from letting your bird friend fight the literal devil. <laughs> They're somewhat different things, because one involves death. Yeah, soccer. Yeah, so- soccer is intense, yeah. Blood sport. Very intense sport. Um, yeah, Sora goes, oh, my mom really wanted to protect me. She loved me the whole time. Uh, Beomon digivolves and flies off to go fight Myrtismon and gets shot in the chest with laser lightning. Yeah, like, you see, it's gone again. She gets stabbed again. That like... shot lingers as well. It's not just a quick cut. It, like, lingers on this laser hitting her in the chest. And, like, she this is the second time she's been stabbed this episode, now from the other side, like... Yeah, she's getting fucked up. Sora runs after her and screaming, Bergeron, no, I love you. And her crest is glowing. And then Bergeron digivolves to Garudamon. I really like the sequence. Like the digivolve sequence for Garudamon. Where she like steps out of a wall of fire. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Also, Garudamon is fucking huge. Yeah. Like, she's huge. I mean, she's she's not quite swallow her partner whole <laughs> well, no, that's because but... like Mega Kabuterimon breaks the laws of physics on several occasions he's just his size isn't even worth talking about because it's like a high mathematical concept but we get this scene where Gurudamon scoops up Sora in her hands and we get the worst line reading in the show since probably that weird ghost child She's like, Sora, I can feel your love. It's so bad. Like they it sounds like it's it sounds awful. like Storm from the X-Men cartoon trying to do a bird voice. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is it and... with Beomon's like Digivolve voices? Why? Yeah, they're so weird. It's like, okay. I get that birds squawk and they have like a certain <laughs> you know sound about them, but you don't have to make the voice sound like that. I just thought that, you know, um, Garudamon is now is a bird person, not just a bird. And then I imagine Garudamon with the voice of bird person from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been perfect. I have not seen but, Rick and Morty, um, so I can't really... Uh, <laughs> he yep, has I'm, like a very yeah. monotone voice. It's like, bird person. <laughs> I think that would have been an improvement, honestly. Mm. Also, Gurudamon's analyzer entry, still in Japanese. Yeah. Yep. They kind of mm. kind of balked that one. They kind of missed that one. <laughs> I like why Odysseus just goes, damn it, why now? I was so close. I mean, I'm pretty sure that my Odysseus is capable of beating the shit out of Gurudamon. I mean, but... yeah, I think he will probably at some point. I'm pretty sure he does later on. So, hey, Digimon starts playing, which means obviously they're going to win. But winning in this episode means just fucking running. Because 
She shoots a giant flaming bird at Mayo this morning, which is her attack. It's awesome. And he just blocks it with his, like, bat Kamehameha. Uh, but while that's happening, Garudamon just picks everyone up and runs away. Right, because the um, horrible computer special effects that are playing right now is draining what remaining budget is there. And if they <laughs> stick around, they'll get unmade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they run away. And they're all sitting by a lake and going, Ah, Sora's crest only worked because she realized her mother really loved her the whole time. I really love that the way they get away, like, after the attack, my Otisman looks up and sees them flying away and just doesn't do anything about it. Like, yeah, they didn't like, he has sneak a flying off carriage. while he was distracted. Like, he saw them leaving. He's just, like, he well-dressed. And he just doesn't. Yeah. So Ty goes, hey, I felt something too. I guess it was your love. No, Ty, that's, that's hormones. Joe goes, yeah, I felt something too, but it made me uncomfortable. What Mimi is this goes, gag? Oh, I, I know why you felt uncomfortable, Joe. All of these seeds were in your pocket. And she hands him just like a handful of seeds. What is this gag? So, in the Japanese version, Mimi asks Joe if uh, he wants some of her love and gives him the seeds. It's a Peter Pan reference. Okay. You know, the um asks for a kiss and she he gives her a thimble. He thinks it's a kiss. Right, right, yeah. yeah it's, it's a Peter Pan joke. But the seeds, not a thimble. completely fucked it. But the seeds, not a... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also it's also innuendo being delivered by literal children, so... Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Alright. They, they turned this reference into just a bizarre joke that makes no sense. It doesn't fit I... at all in the scene whatsoever. No, it really doesn't. Um, Matt starts doing, like, a narration outro. Yeah! Yeah, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, so like, what the fuck? It's like an inner monologue, I guess from the same point in the future that the original intro that Ty oh, gave God. is from. So what's happening is Ty's telling this to, I don't know, like, the police or his future children or whatever, and, like, at this point, Matt walks into the room and just starts butting in. And what we don't see is immediately after this, Ty going, Shut up, Matt. I was telling the story. Well, you weren't telling it right. <laughs> and they just start fighting. Yeah, that's what they would do. Yeah, he says, Just for you, know, you Jules, I'm going to say they're, they're combined telling it to their children. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> the children they have, they have, you know, together. Yeah, together. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, then there are he was giving was saying um yeah things were finally going our way at which point the entire sky turns black and my starts yelling at them from the heavens saying you're all doomed that's a good sign why <laughs> <sighs> this has like some crazy weather control powers because he can make the whole sky turn black whenever he wants and then when they go to the real world he covers like half of japan in fog it's good for a vampire for like, two like him. Two weeks straight. Yeah. Yeah. And he specifically mentions that the seven of you don't stand a chance. Well, well, well. Hmm. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Yep. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. So. Yeah. That was an alright episode, but had a good concept. Good yeah. lord, they did not do that well. No! It, pacing's it all over the place, a... they fucked up half the editing, like... It was a bad episode hmm. that had some good moments. Yes. 
But Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just... Hmm. It's weird that they just... There's also just not like... There's also not, not like a whole lot so to bad. talk about. It's... Despite the reveal of, you know, the best villain this show has ever had... Oh, he's so good. But there's also still not a huge amount to really, like, mention, because we're also ramping up to the next big arc, which is where we'll start talking a lot about shit. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Also, the weird little 3D animated bits... Yeah, why? ...that just crop up throughout this episode. Why? I... Yeah, because... Nowadays, doing 3D animated stuff is the cheaper option. Yeah, exactly. Back then, it most definitely was not. Nope. Well, and there's such small little scenes, I don't know what they hope to even gain from it. Like, yeah, it was a door opening. Like, it couldn't have possibly taken Mm -hmm. much longer, probably didn't, would have taken less time to just hand animate that. Yeah. In the late 90s. See, at least with stuff like the um, Digivolve sequences, that's, like, you can reuse that, and they do, a lot. And yeah, like even the like attacks make little... sense because that's that's a canned thing that they can repurpose. Yeah, it's Especially like a self-contained little sequence. Honestly, the digital stuff for the attacks makes sense because you can take that same animation due to the bats and put it into other scenes, and you don't have to just cut away to the same generic background like they do for all the other canned attack animations. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't understand why they felt the need to three D animate just a weird stone door. <laughs> And then a couple of bats. Yeah. It was bizarre. I'm also... I didn't remember that... Um, this last time I watched the show was a couple of years ago. I forgot that it takes up until, I think, next episode for Gatomon to first show up. She, yeah, up until, now, it's, just... up until now it's just been Demi Devimon, yeah. Mm. Which I forgot about. I thought she turned up way earlier. Hmm. Huh. So, want to move on to any questions? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie, we didn't get a huge amount this week, but also there's not as many which are objectionable, except for maybe one. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know what I might object to. It's more what Tyler will object to. I, I know you're safe, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah, um... As always, Tyler, what's the email for the sending question? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> even though Jules, to... even though we all know Jules runs the whole question yeah, Jules gets anyway. all the questions because she just puts it up on her Twitter. You We're can email you put any in questions the you have to digitalmoncast <laughs> at gmail.com or tweet them to digitalmoncast on Twitter or just, you know, look for Jules tweeting out stuff. Cause yeah, you can just send me questions at any questions. point and I'll just like, I'll save them. <laughs> so what have we got this week? Okay, uh, first of all, got a question from a friend of mine, Jen, on Twitter, uh, at Jen Kitney. What class would the original Digidestin play in WoW? I object to this question. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, we're answering. So, I want to say that Ty would be... Either a warrior or a hunter. Warrior because he just would charge in stupidly. Yeah. And hunter because hunters are stupid. Yeah. You're not wrong there. <laughs> um. Joe would be a healer 
of any kind. I could, I could see panicking. I could see Joe being a resto shaman. Yeah, he's just constantly panicking that everyone's taking too much damage. Yeah, just throwing riptide on everyone. Uh, okay, Matt. Matt would be a rogue, I think. Yes. Or mm, maybe monk because of the fact that you know where Grumon is all about the punching and kicking. Mm, I just see him as more of a, a rogue type. Yeah, it doesn't really fit in with Metal Gurumon, but there's no, I, I like... take it back, the hunter would be Mimi. Yes! And she would be all about getting the prettiest pets. Which is basically what my partner does in WoW. It's how I kind of <laughs> sold the game to her. <laughs> like, she is that stereotypical hunter. Yeah. Um... um... Izzy would be definitely be a mage. Or, oh, yeah. or a warlock, actually. Nah, he would be a mage. I don't know. The darker side of Izzy we've come up with, I can see matching warlock. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, the person playing warlock would be Myotismon, and he would be like no, he'd be, the guy that just follows them around in gangster. No, he'd be a demon hunter. Which says a lot since I play mm. a demon hunter. <laughs> it's the best fucking class. Like... <laughs> And who'd Sora be? Uh, I think she would be... Ooh, hmm. that's a tough one. Because... Hmm. I have to come back to Sora, honestly, just because... It's hard. Well, like, we always had this TK trouble with Sora. Kari are the only others. Well, TK is like a priest, or a paladin. Yeah. And Kari would... Oh, maybe TK is paladin, Kari is priest. Yeah, that works. Yeah. And, okay, yeah, Ty's definitely a warrior. Matt's a rogue. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mimi's a hunter. Joe's a resto shaman. I guess Sora will be druid? I guess. I mean, yeah, they can turn to birds. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a tenuous link there, but, you know. It, that works well enough, I think. I'm trying to think if we've missed out any classes, like, aside from monk and death knight and demon hunter. But none of those really fit them. Like, none of them... No. Okay, Joel, we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're done, done now, now. Joel. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Okay, oh, we're back? Okay. You can stop playing Dragon Quest. I was I was actually just listening to Castlevania music, but yeah, it's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll... So what's our, our next question, then? Uh, hopefully three of us can answer. Um, What is your opinion on shoving as the ultimate weapon? This comes in from Melding, a friend of mine who's playing uh, For Honor, that new, like... Yeah, I remember everyone was talking about how shoving is just the best thing to do in that game. <laughs> I mean, if you get if a lot of your, like, combat is cliff-based, I can definitely see the appeal. Do you ever play um, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic? No. Nope. It's basically Oblivion, except you could kick people. Oh, God. <laughs> and they would just get sent flying. Yeah! Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, kicking it, it isn't pretty great. Kicking isn't really shoving, though. What about punting? No, but mechanically they work very similar. I think punting would be punting? funnier, but sh- shoving is there's, there's a there's real like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's something really benign about shoving. Like a shoving match is mm. supposed to be one of the least violent ways to fight. So killing like... somebody by shoving them <laughs> yeah. is just the most insulting. <laughs> I just I imagine that as a fatality <laughs> in Mortal Kombat, just like just shoving something, and like they just fall you to the ground. So and... 
Yeah, you push them so hard, their their skeleton flies out of their body, and the rest of them just kind of collapses. No, but I kind of like how benign it would be, like in Mortal Kombat, just shoving, and like the other character just falls to the ground limp, and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just fatality. Like, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like, like that wasn't very violent. <laughs> But yeah, like... Oh god, I actually kind of want that now. A Mortal Kombat with the least violent possible fatalities that still, like, has that entire edgy theme to it. I want a, I want a Mortal Kombat <laughs> character to fight with fisticuffs. Like, actually, like, straight up put, them, put those dukes up like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shoving as the ultimate weapon? I don't know. There's something real charming I mean, about it, definitely. I mean, yeah, and how do you defend weapon. against a shove? Like, really armor's not going to help you ultimate, with that. You can shove somebody in armor. Is um Imperial Javon Paladin, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he shoves you, you're going kind down. He's the best. Yeah. He shoves he you. He shoves with a sword. And lasers. Into your skull. And a, yeah. Yeah. But no, like... I, I kind of want to see him now just shoving someone. <laughs> just, <laughs> just replace all the Digimon's, like, most memorable attacks with so just see, shoving. <laughs> like That's the climax of the last Dry movie. Oh, God. Is Imperial Digimon Paladin mode versus, like, fucking super ultimate Myodismon. He just shoves him and he falls over and they're like, Ooh, <laughs> we did it! Everyone go home! Yeah, the, ne- <laughs> uh, the next form of Myodismon is going to just be evil Myodismon. <laughs> Oh god. They're just gonna give up. What else have we got? Um Well I did also put out uh I did also uh have uh, I put out more of a request or just get people's opinions. Um honestly I didn't get as many opinions as I wanted about uncomfortably hot anime Bishy Vampire Men than I did Wolfmen. Do you, I don't do you know what maybe, it is. Do you think do you think maybe it was the uncomfortably part? Like, people are like, well, I mean, how, could, how could that be uncomfortable? I know I could have tweaked this a little bit to be like if I didn't say vampire men but just said vampires i definitely would have gotten some more hits from friends of mine who are, who are lesbians but oh i mean i mean we're a ways away from lady devimon let's save it that's true you have a point there I mean, she hasn't turned up to like the last five episodes uh, yeah but still i mean we need to keep some something some something in the chambers for the um for the uh cat fight episode like <laughs> yes that's a thing in and of itself yeah that happens but I did get one response it, in like yeah. how people would like their uncomfortably hot an- uh, anime bishy vampire men uh, from friend of mine Rachel at Positronic Woman on Twitter. She just replied in skirts, which is a pretty Where good answer. Would kill in a skirt. Oh hell, he'd be way more powerful in a skirt, <laughs> like in a Sailor Moon like mini skirt. Christ! But like, what do you think Myodismon's legs look like? Oh, killing! Like he's probably um, got the best gams. Nothing to say, Joel? No, I thought I thought I had something for this, and I don't. <laughs> what about McCree in a yeah. skirt? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, yeah, I did get a response from uh, Fiona Adams as well, um, fellow member of Audio Entropy, who basically mentioned that she just doesn't like vampires. I also asked people what they thought about steampunk. Fortunately, both responses I got were basically, Steampunk's not so bad, which, no, it's the worst, damn it. <laughs> well, what about um, Steampunk vampires? Even worse! You've ruined something yeah, perfectly like, good! Super bad. I think I I think I got 
free tickets to a steampunk vampire concert once. Oh, I didn't God. go to the concert though. Good, you made you made the right decision. Um, okay. Of course, uh, I know and... that's not a real band, but I'm really worried now that I said it. It does exist. You're gonna birth into existence. Oh, I'm sure it exists. <sighs> well, okay. The me asking about vampire man did spawn a mini like ob- you know objectionable conversation because uh, of, of course because of course my partner became involved and Sarah likes to ruin things. Sarah's um, the unsung hero of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, she's like the unofficial fourth member. Let's be yeah, kind of. Um, she responded, uh, "Vampire bitches need to have ambiguous sexuality and a preference for BDSM." Which true? She totally does. I yes, mean, that's really that's really just defining the yeah, the like that's question, what it is. Really. Yeah. And oh, God, she's gonna make me read this out on air because if I don't read this out in there, she's gonna be sad, and I don't want to make her sad. <laughs> so I, so I have to be sad. And she added an addendum on that was she added. God damn it! And Daddy has to give me the cummies. Oh, lovely! God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Fiona just added to that, saying mm. that the the phrase Digi-Daddy and Digi-Cummy sprung to mind for her. So great! I thought we'd get through this Love episode it. without a lot of, um, more verbal atrocities, especially after last week, but no, we can't escape it, I guess. We're down that hole. I can't wait for the other Moncast to listen to this one. Oh, yeah, those poor guys. <laughs> those poor fucking souls. Um, <laughs> and also there was a question that I actually missed of Sarah's last week. It, again, is just targeted directly to make me uncomfortable saying things out loud. Um. Obviously. So, okay, I'm trying to think, think like, how to explain this, because this, again, would only apply to me because it's Gundam related, so you two would have no fucking clue what I'm saying. Nope. She basically, so basically, the very first Gundam, uh, uh, the one everyone knows is designated as RX. Technically, you know, RX-78-2, but everyone calls it RX. That's the one there's the giant statue of. Yes. The, the, that the, they say is a statue, but we know it's actually a real gun. Well, it moves, it moves and lights up and has, like, steam shit out. Like, it's straight up a one-to-one yeah, replica. Yeah, but, like, if Godzilla ever attacks Japan, someone's certainly going to jump in that and fight him off, right? I mean, it's not big enough to really fucking fight Godzilla. Like, it's, like, it's big, but it's not Godzilla <laughs> fucking big. Well, like, classic Godzilla wasn't that tall. Yeah, I mean, you gotta specify which yeah. Godzilla, because... Yeah, you've got a fair point, like... Ge- if it's I the mean, original he's Godzilla... No, he's no Mega Kabuterimon, but he does vary in size. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, she basically... And uh, that is also known as... It's colloquially called Grandpa by a lot of fans, because it's the granddaddy of all fucking gun- Gundams, and, you know, therefore Gunpla. I'm sure that no one makes creepy jokes also, about that. Also, it yeah. never understands, like, modern slang. So... <laughs> Super confused by rap music. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you say that, Tyler, and she asked me, why is Rx the spiciest grandpa, and I want to die? <laughs> There's a lot of just... Asking if things are spicy in our just sort of circle of people on audio entropy. I can probably trace that back to one person who has not been on this show before. Mm. The famous, well, infamous Weed Lord Vegeta. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, like he's the one who birthed that. Yeah, I think so too. Because he does have a predilection for spicy daddies, but he's in a shit time zone for us. For I mean, all he's of really us, just in a shit time zone. Let's just yeah. be honest here. That time zone's shit. <laughs> Screw that time zone. <laughs> of all the time zones, it's clearly the worst. So for next week, tell us what you think about time zones. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite what's your and least favorite time, time zone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck GMT plus ten. I don't even know what what country I might have just accidentally offended. GMT plus ten. That's us. <laughs> That's our time zone. I forgot. That's oh, perfect. You are the worst. <laughs> I think we should leave it there. I had a feeling that would be it, and I was hoping you'd call me out if I was correct or wrong or whatever. Oh Fucking... my god. <laughs> GMT minus six is the best, actually, because it's literally a time zone audio entropy runs on. That's perfect. That's true. <laughs> That's what the website runs on. But yeah, so you can find us and all our other awesome shows on audioentropy.com. Yes, I, Says, um, I can fucking finally announce the show we've been putting together all this time. Oh, you can announce it now. Hooray! Okay. Uh, yeah, this um, before, like, not named project that we'd been teasing on multiple shows across the entire network uh, between For, myself... months now. Yeah. <laughs> like three months. Like it was between uh, myself, Molly, and Ashley uh, from Totally Reprise and Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. Uh, we're putting together what we have... We basically came up with, with this phrase in the Skype chat when we were like putting together our teaser ad for it, which will be up soon because we recorded that now and it's just in the editing stage. Um, also just getting the all the accounts like set up so I can actually read them out loud on the air. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've put together an amateur anecdotal advice podcast uh, called Transmission Radio. And it's all about just us three pretty much just talking about our own experiences uh, being trans women in our, like, you know, mid-20s and such. Uh, And, you know, what we've each personally been through, the shared experiences we've had, especially considering the fact that, you know, those two live across from one another in the country and I live all the way on the other side of the world. But there's still a lot of, like, (laughs) common ground, weirdly enough. And we're also, of course, taking questions and, you know, such from our folks. And you can find us on Twitter at TM uh, TM Radiocast. And you can also find us on Tumblr at uh, transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. And, yeah, uh, let me just check the email you can submit to as well is transmissionquestions at gmail.com. And we're really excited to start this up. Yeah, yeah I'm really excited it's... for this network to finally have something worth promoting that, <laughs> I, can hitch, that I can hitch my star to. Well, it's funny, like, every, every time we've mentioned this to other people, they've gone, that sounds like a really great you know, show that can help folks. And it spawned out of us talking, uh, like, joking about calling Ashley's future neo-vagina uh, the Haunted Mansion. So, you know, had a really good innocent beginning So now there. you know the direction the show is going to be taking. Yeah. Like, we're going to be covering a lot of topics. Um, we also want to stress that we're not experts in any field whatsoever, especially to do with, like, you know, medicine and such. We are just talking about our own, like, personal experiences, and you can take what you will from that. 
So did we mention last week about HM96, the newest show on our yes, network? Yes, we did. I'm fairly sure. I can't remember. At the rate we were, we're adding new shows, I don't know that we can call that the newest by the it, time it this airs. It probably won't be the newest by the time this airs, yeah. It's not the newest, but it's currently the most recent to be officially added on the At actual the show page. Of recording. Yes. <laughs> because there are a, a couple shows being added. Um, like, yeah, Transmission has been recorded. We haven't recorded the first episode yet. We'll be doing that very soon, though. Yeah. Like we mentioned last week, a uh, friend podcast of ours, All Along the Watchtower, where, very similar to this, except they are doing the entirety of the DC animated universe. They've at least got an end in sight, along with, like, War and Beast. Like, yeah, those, yeah, at least those that's, folks... a, at least that's yeah, an yeah. extant thing that has begun and ended. Yeah. Hmm. Whereas the other shows we're doing are, like, especially with Teenagers with Attitude, that show is just going to run forever. It's just never going to I mean, end. I certainly hope eventually we'll all die. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, pa- <laughs> no. we'll pass on, you like... You sign the podcast pack. Yeah. You can't die until the show is finished. Or we then have, like, you know, our future heirs or whatever, what have you have to continue on through our wills, like... I mean, so far, that's just Simon's kid, so... So far, you <laughs> never <himself>. know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think... We'll have to leave it there. And I don't know if this episode will be going up later or not, because I'm going away next week. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, I ha- this week I have been Tyler. I've been Jules. And I've been Joel. Now I need to go get in my gargoyle-drawn carriage coffin. Goodbye. What? Where is that glow coming from? Sola, I can feel your love. It's making me strong. My crest, it glows. Garudaman is the ultimate form of Bergamon. Welcome to the Australian segment of the Digital Moncast, which we record at the beginning of the show, but plays at the end, still for no discernible reason. Uh, this week we're talking about New Zealand. And regret. <laughs> yeah, wh- which one do we want to do first? Well, hmm. they kind of go. That's, those kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Like I don't know. Like, now, there's there's a lot of regret one involved. thing perfectly clear about New Zealand. Only Australians are allowed to make fun of them. 
Yeah, because like they're actually pleasant to everyone else, and they're honest. It's honestly a nice place to like oh, live and visit. I think it's a beautiful country, and it's full of sheep, which is amazing. Like, <laughs> God, there's so many fucking sheep. Like, holy shit! Like, I, I, I can't hold a grudge against any place that has that many sheep. I mean, that's fair. Well, I don't know. I can hold a grudge against whales for many things. What yeah, did but whales their national ever do animal to you? Is the dragon, Japan? So... Are you the entire country of Japan? Well, no... <laughs> I was gonna make a goddamn whale pun, you asshole. <laughs> oh, you can't, you can't, you gotta get up pretty damn early to beat me to a pun off. <laughs> I know, since you already, go, like, you already went in, like, what, this is the third one in a row now? Yeah. Including yeah, the two I've, off recording? Yeah, I've been warming yeah. up off mic. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, the reason I wanted to bring up New Zealand was, I saw a like tourism ad I can't remember if it was on Twitter or just a random one I got got on YouTube at one point but it was advertising a small town in New Zealand which has now become I don't want to say officially because I don't want to lend any sort of credence to this the steampunk capital of the world okay, okay now when you say you saw when you say you saw a tour tourism ad this was advertising tourism anywhere but this place, right? The problem is they're making too much money from tourism. (laughs) (laughs) It's crashing the economy. This chamber of commerce has has too big a budget. We can't can't deal with this. We gotta (laughs) keep people away from this town at all costs. Yeah, it's crashing the economy. It's making too much money. Do you think maybe there's some sort of secret government, like, projects being conducted there and they want to make sure nobody goes into that town to interfere. <laughs> yeah, that's where they get the steam-powered spaceship. God. I'm so... Okay, so steampunk makes me really fucking angry. Like, <laughs> on a real deep visceral level. As someone who, like any, you know, dumbass teenager, you know, I got into it at some point. Because, you know... T- hey, hey, hey. Visual- I was a dumbass teenager and I never got into it. Yes, yeah, I I don't think... It- Okay, <laughs> As, I'll, I'll rephrase it. Like any dumbass teenager, I made bad decisions in my life. Okay, that's and I got right, into steampunk. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> and at that point, it was very much a case of like, oh, cool, like. As I was a history nerd, so I liked that period of history, and also I liked exploring what that could mean. I was already a fan of cyberpunk, so I thought that's a really neat idea. You know how to actually involve. I don't know, class struggle and politics and, you know, racial machinations back then with all this, like, cool sci-fi tech introduced to history. But Wait, no, it's not you, bad. I thought, yeah, I thought you said you got into steampunk, because that doesn't sound like yeah, steampunk. Yeah, because, like, steampunk that's what I thought steampunk was. Steampunk is just where you wear goggles was. and strap pipes to everything. Yeah, yeah. Then I actually started realizing what steampunk is to everyone fucking else, and I got really angry. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just a goddamn glorification of white history back in those times. That Ty wears goggles in Digimon is because he's like really into steampunk and he just doesn't, he's oh, like embarrassed about it. God, I hate him even more now. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible, I hate him even more now. Yeah. So, yeah, this town, I, part of me feels a little bad naming it, but also, no, I feel like it should be shamed to some extent. Uh, it's a farming town, like, on New Zealand's uh, South Island called Omaru, and, like, it made it into the fucking Guinness Book of World Records for the largest gather- gathering of steampunks in the world. Look, it I mean, anything like can get into the Guinness Book of World Records. Ever. 
Yeah, I mean... That's true. Like, you can get in there for anything, but at the same time, the fact that, like... Oh my god. <laughs> and it can actually be traced to one person. Like, there's apparently, like, a fucking patient zero of this. Is steampunk, like, a disease? Maybe! Does it just spread, and the reason some people don't get into it is because they just have, like, an immunity? A natural immunity? Yeah, like, yeah, like Jules is Jules is immune because she got, you know, like, immunized. I got inoculated. Right. Like, <laughs> I, 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 it's like chickenpox. I got it when I was uh, when I was early on, and then I never got it again. Yeah. Oh man, parents really need to start having steampunk parties for their kids to like get them all <laughs> together and expose them early so that they uh, so that they avoid it in the when it's way more uh, way more dangerous in their later years. Yeah, you know, I think that like actually somewhat does happen because some of these people into steampunk have children and they do drag them along and they hate it. Yeah, I bet, because you don't want to be into what your parents are into sometimes. <laughs> and just... Also, like... also, when you still have the innocence of a child and can see through the incredible bullshit that permeates steampunk <laughs> yeah. culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the way... The Emperor's I'm reading New this... Clothes sort of scenario. I'll link, I'll link this article to you two in the, in the Discord chat, but essentially, there's this one bit of wording in the article that made me think like yeah it actually sounds like a disease or some weird thing that's taken over this town because it says at the time many locals were suspicious of what they saw as a weird niche interest gaining traction in the otherwise ordinary town but despite the early resistance the movement grew oh my it's god spreading. fuck everything about this preview image on this video yep. and this article yep. good god they're all just it. wearing it's... hats with fucking goggles attached to them like it's you can't all even and... put those on and the best thing is, like, if you scroll down further, yeah, Tyler, you're right. There's so many of these pictures and stuff of people having fun are, like, a lot older folks having mm-hmm. fun. And I'm not going to take, you know, fun away from them in, in those years. But at the same time, there's a picture of just this older gentleman wearing a shitload of pocket watches with, like, I'm guessing his grandson or a child he knows looking totally unimpressed in his steampunk garb. Like, yep. Like, so, do you think this is viral marketing for the next Silent Hill game? God, that would that would be the most horrifying game. <laughs> instead to of be the, trapped in a la- the dark town world, full of steampunk people. Instead of like going to the dark world or whatever it's called, you go to the steampunk world. True terror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just turned into a rant about steampunk. It's it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! Like seriously, the okay. Look, I'm trying my best not to judge folks on what they're into and you know how they get their kicks. Go for it. But like, I'm way more like say accepting of furries than fucking steampunk. Like, it's just that it, especially with regards to this town, it seems like instead of it just being something they're into, it's yeah, like it's a all... defining feature. Yeah, like, I would understand, oh, a steampunk thing every year. Like, a renaissance fair. Like, if they had their yeah. own steampunk fair once a year, fine. I'm not really gonna, That's, like, like you know, grouse about I'm it. Like, doing next week. I mean, you're going to, a re- like, an actual renaissance fair, like... I mean, I'm going like, into the woods like, for a week to hit people with swords. I mean, that's how, like, most Australians spend their... <laughs> and drink. Just, you know, yeah, their bi-weekly, you know, events with friends. But the fact that, yeah, this is a... This is an identifying 
factor, a trait about their town that they're advertising. It's like, no. Yeah, like, the, the whole furry acceptance thing might not go as far if they founded Yif City. <laughs> oh, no, but, this, like, it's one thing if they found their own city, but this is a farming town that just became yeah, a I guess, steampunk Yeah, I guess take over like, and turn turn a town into Yif City would be a better Yeah, idea. like, if, if like, suddenly Boston became Yif City, like, then maybe I would be a little wary, but otherwise, you know... Eh. Still less judge, still less judgmental than it was steampunk, because, like... Oh, God. Like, no. Oh. And the fact that this is caused... Maybe this may be a blessing in disguise, because the way this article describes it is that steampunk enthusiasts are moving to this town, so it's like... Well, oh, maybe if we just concentrate. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe if we just oh, like, that's the it's like a leper colony. Wait, it's a quarantine zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's much better. Keep the steampunk away. Yeah, from the although rest of they us. could have at least they could have at least picked a city that wouldn't have been made worse by it. Like I don't know, Detroit. <laughs> don't. I'm going to fucking Detroit next year, Joel. <laughs> God damn it. Look, that's I'm, the thing. Look, like, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's Detroit. I know, like, again, it has a reputation outside of, like, Detroit, outside of America. Like, I've seen yeah. Robocop. I know how it goes down. Yes, the, uh, the docu- the 1980s documentary Robocop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Directed by Paul Verhoeven, you know, uh, co-produced by Ken Burns. See, the, the thing is, the thing is, we have to t- bring Detroit down to its lowest so that the, uh, human augmentation... Uh, industry can rise out of its ashes. <laughs> <laughs> and only then can we get cool automatic sunglasses. I would really want some cool automatic sunglasses. And robo-dicks. I'm real excited about I mean, well, yeah, that goes without saying. Like, give me fucking five robo-dicks. I'll find a use for them. Five? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you decide how I'd use them, or, like, you where they You can never have go. too many robo-dicks, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Be like Freddy Krueger, but with Robo Dicks. <laughs> and it's nice. a good place to end this segment. <laughs> yeah. So with the end of the um, the, the Robo Dicks. Fuck steampunk. With like Robo down dicks. with steampunk, up with Robo Dicks. <laughs> That's a campaign platform I can get behind. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Alright, we should move right, on. Let's go talk Digimon. Yeah, okay. Bye, everyone. This is 